Chart Chat is a member of the Tej.fm network from WTJU Radio. Find out more at Tej.fm. That's T-E-E-J.fm. Everybody, it's Monday, May 14th, 2018. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Tanner. And you're listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the US and UK charts. It's the end of the semester, everyone. It's the end of the semester and hopefully the return of a full episode of Chart Chat. Yes. We had some technical issues last week, which I'm particularly bummed about because there were so many good songs that we talked about. Mm. There's the J. Cole, which I rather like. There was the Ariana Grande, which was amazing, of course. But now that we're back on track, we have a much rougher week. Let me introduce to you some of those (laughs) songs Tanner's talking about. Rip off that band-aid. At number 100 on the UK side, we have Famous by Mason Ramsey. You may not have heard of him before by that name. At number 95, we have Blossoms with There's a Reason Why I Never Returned. At number 67, we have Swarms with his first solo debut, Laika. At number 56, we have J. Cole's Kevin's Heart, one of the songs uh, Tanner mentioned from last week's huge album release from J. Cole. At number 11 on the UK side, we have Post Malone, Paranoid. And at number 9, we have Post Malone's Better Now. You might be able to see where this is heading. And if you don't, you're going to figure it out really quick because uh, there are only three songs here that are not Post Malone. So I'm just going to knock those out real quick. <laughs> Before we enter into the lightning round. The post zone. <laughs> and it's really just going to be a lightning round for Caitlin since I don't like any of Post Malone's music. Yeah. Debuting at number 85, there's Kanye West featuring T.I. with Ye versus The People. Debuting at number 77, there's Young Boy Never Broke Again with Overdose. And Mason Ramsey debuts at number 62 with Famous. Now... Mm. Post Malone Lightning Round. He's got a new album and all of the new songs are here. So, number 73, Post Malone, Jonestown, Interlude. Mm, no. No. Post Malone, number 57, Sugar Wraith. No. Possibly. Post Malone, number 47, Blame It On Me. No. Nope. Post Malone, number 46, Other Side. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I know you'll change it up on this one. Post Malone, number 40, 92, Explorer. Yes. Nope. Post Malone, number 29, Taking Shots. Yes, nope. because of why. I can't roll my tongue, so I'm glad that you were here to share that with us. That is my favorite sound effect from this entire <laughs> album. Oh my gosh. Uh, debuting at number 24, there's Post Malone with Over Now. No. no. Debuting at number 23, Post Malone, Zach and Codeine. I like this one. Nope. Same B uh, debuts at number 20, and that's Post Malone featuring g Easy and YG. Nope. Although I did like G-Eazy on it a lot. Those are words you will never hear me say. I felt as though... Okay, no, no, no. I'm going to give you my G-Eazy no, analogy please, right now. Please do. His voice is like... It's so smooth that I was trying to think of a thing that like represented how I was listening to it in the moment. Molasses. Molasses is a good one, but I don't actively sit and like eat molasses. <laughs> so well, I don't actively listen to Jeezy if I can help it. So uh, that's fair. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't really either, but like you kind of have to. Okay. Okay. 
I likened it to drinking like a really good iced coffee. Like everything's perfectly balanced to your liking and it's perfectly cold. There's not too much ice and it's just there. G-Easy coming to a Starbucks near you. Yes. Oh, I hope so. But in the meantime, we have Post Malone at number 17 with Stay. Nope. Yes. I love Post Malone featuring Nicki Minaj at number 16 with Ball For Me. Nope. No. That should have been better. Nicki Minaj. He got Nicki Minaj on his album. It had a little bit of like Janelle Monae vibes though, but... Uh. Two artists that are both too good for Post Malone. Post Malone featuring Sway Lee at number 15 with Spoil My Night. Nope. Yes. Love Sway Lee. Post Malone at number 14, Rich and Sad. Nope. Yes. Post Malone number 11, Paranoid. Mm, pro- yes. Nope. And Post Malone at number 7, Better Now. Nope. No. Okay, save me. Please, let's talk about something that's not Post Malone. Let me take you to my first pick. Thank you. Oh my gosh, was I excited. I Instagrammed about this this week. We have Mason Ramsey, sung by the one and only Yodel Kid. We have, we should really do kind of a year end in review of memes and music. That's a good idea. Yeah, coming soon, everyone. So Mason Ramsey, aka Yodel Kid, is an 11-year-old from a small town called Golconda, and that is my northern pronunciation of it. I've listened to southern accents pronounce it, and it doesn't sound that way. But when I say it, it sounds kind of like made up or like a galaxy. Do you know how it sounds in a southern accent? Like Golkanda? No, they say it more like Golkanda. Like it's one like kind of guttural gotcha. thing. And I only heard like the G part of it for most of them. Okay. Yeah. It's an aside, but it was still something that I was like, Golkanda is this Lord of the Rings. Wow. Might be like a Louisville, Louisville thing. Yeah, true. Um, uh, it is in Illinois, so you're kind of in the ballpark there, Tanner. No. So he went viral on March 24th, 2018 for singing Hank Williams Sr.'s Lovesick Blues in a Walmart in Harrisburg, Illinois, closest Walmart to Golconda. I looked on a map. I'm going to play a clip of that performance so we're on the same page. So, you might be wondering, what has happened to him since March 24th, 2018? Well, he's been on Ellen twice. He performed at this year's Coachella and shared a stage with Justin Bieber. There are great selfies from that day. And he also performed at the Grand Ole Opry. So far, other than this recorded song that we are going to eventually get to, I have only found videos of Mason Ramsey singing Hank Williams Sr.'s songs. I'm going to play you a clip of Lovesick Blues as it was recorded and released in the late 1940s so you can have some context of where this yodel song kind of comes from. So here's Hank Williams Sr.'s with Lovesick Blues. I got a feeling called the blues Old Lord, since my baby said goodbye Lord, I don't know how to do All I do is sat inside Oh, Lord, that last long day she said goodbye 
Well, Lord, I thought I would cry. She'll do me, she'll do you, she's got the kind of loving. Lord, I love to hear her when she calls me sweet. Daddy's such a beautiful dream. I hate to think it's all over. I can't imagine having that degree of falsetto control. It's like insane, jumping right? in and out of that is really yeah. impressive. And what's really cool, and I'm going to skip ahead here because I was going to talk about yodeling, but we get farther and farther away from it as we approach this tune that's on the UK charts. Yodeling is this really, really cool vocal technique that actually requires a lot of training and practice, and you can hurt yourself doing it. Because as Tanner said, you have to change from your chest voice to your head voice in like a split like not even a second it's way shorter than that yeah and man the amount of breath required like geez if you can even sing that high at all right like yeah (laughs) it's pretty cool just i guess going back then there's been some pretty sick remixes of mason ramsey covering hank williams senior everyone let me paint you a picture of one of my friday nights i was walking home from the corner that is where all of the kind of undergraddy restaurants and stuff at UVA is, if you are unfamiliar with UVA's campus. And right off the corner, there are some apartment buildings. As I was walking by, there was a party happening. And, you know, there was just some normal EDM, like four to the floor kind of dun, dun, dun. And then all of a sudden, it segues into what you are about to hear. That's so much worse. Describe your face right now. (laughs) Sad. My mouth is frowning. My eyes are sad. My eyes are watering. (laughs) So So, so bad. I was almost moved to the point where I wanted to go and knock on the door, but I figured (sighs) by the time I found the place, it would be over. It's a very short clip. But man, it's just so viral. And... I've been obsessed with that remix and I send it in like all of my group chats. It's it might be lame. It's probably lame. I should stop doing that. And while I stop doing that, I'm going to play for you Famous. Don't get me wrong, it's pretty cool to be on TV. So all the folks back home can see and I'm living it out All the things I used to dream about Yeah, it's pretty great Saying on stage Proud cause there ain't an empty seat in the place But girl, ever since I met you I got a whole new perspective If I'm gonna be What is missing, though, 
yodeling. Oh. Like yodeling. It kind. Of, oh yes. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> so there's no yodeling at all in the song, Tanner. Why? I asked the people why, and the answer is because people don't like yodeling. I feel like I should set up a table. Have you seen those memes of like change my mind? People don't like yodeling. No one would come up to the table because no one would want to argue that. I mean, it's certainly not popular in any sort of a super mainstream sense, but. And it never has been. Like, mm, I mean, I mean, you just played a clip of Hank Williams Sr. Yeah, but it's not, it hasn't been a pervasive vocal technique in popular music, like across the board. For a long while. Yeah, for a, a very, very long time. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's not popular really this song right now in the u.s it did debut at number four on the country hot 100 charts but it's not too high in the billboard it's at 100 and since we record these a week later i can spoil the news that it has unfortunately dropped off the uk official singles charts this song talks about mason ramsey just gonna remind you he's 11 years old just gonna remind you he's about the size of his guitar talks about his fame tells us a very unconvincing love interest story love you know the typical country thing right now the unnamed girl because you girl mason ramsey doesn't want to be famous for singing he wants to be famous for loving his girl Cue lots of people going, oh. Oh, right? But no, because he's been on Ellen saying, it's been my dream forever to go sing at the Grand Ole Opry. So this song for me is, we have to start talking about, I think, the, maybe I'll say the troubled waters of child stars. And how creepy child stars are as a pop entity in general. Yeah, and I spent about maybe 30 minutes looking for a book that I read that was written more i think about female child stars and how adulthood is forced on them at a very young age and this is exactly what's happening with mason ramsey like if he were to write his own song and do his own thing it would not be this kind of content i don't think and you might see some yodeling so we have all of these adults including tyler hubbard of florida georgia line kind of filling mason ramsey's voice like with these words that would be in a Florida Georgia line song, right? We're telling the story of like how he went viral and then like also the story that's so pervasive in country music of like, girl, love you. And oh, I just, I get the creeps thinking about that. Yeah, like the comparison that I keep coming back to is a young Michael Jackson singing about how he wants you back, you being a girlfriend, question mark, and mm. him being so young and it, reading is kind of uncomfortable yeah or just like a straight up lie (laughs) sure sure. and but i mean in in the case of that song that song is like incredible and this one like it's fine yeah uh, yeah like he's a good singer like like in in that clip and also the walmart clip like he's definitely a good singer he has a lot Um, of promise and he even and you know i get kind of sad that at coachella he literally performed his yodel song the thing that went viral yeah and when he performed with florida georgia line at the stagecoach country festival in california he sang the yodel song (laughs) so it's kind of kitschy and i guess it's not letting him progress right now and we'll see if that changes yeah there's the definite risk of the novelty trap Mm -hmm. um in terms of him getting kind of pigeonholed as that but um 
put us down is hoping that he goes on to bigger and brighter things if he wants if he wants to exactly such a cute kid like (laughs) oh man i thoroughly tanner was there while i was doing some of my research and the smile on my face like watching the videos oh love it so so much i'm gonna take us to our next pick this one is a uk genre so we're gonna talk a little bit about Leica. this is a new single from swarms i mentioned at the beginning that it is his first solo song. So he's been featured on a lot of tracks and he has asked a lot of other artists to feature on his tracks. So this is kind of the first solo output that we've gotten. It's also his first release of 2018 in true fashion. I've mentioned my qualms before about researching these new up and comers. There is no information to report. I really can't provide much. So we're gonna take a listen to the track. See, I don't wanna talk about beef right now, but they're stepping on my toes. And I don't wanna jump in a hoop with the goons, I could do it on my own. I could do it on my jack jones. Baby, see my phone, yeah, that's like her. Baby, yeah, that's like her to like her. If I really had time, I would wife ya. See, I'm busy doing roll with a white star. If I can't get caught in a ride, no way. If I get caught in a ride only If you talk to the fence, that's a boom by yeah You can come round my go out no way This is the nine side We live the high life Latins, that's a drive-by Five dudes, that's a drive-by Nigga, no lie Wind it up, wind it up Every girl up in a place wanna wine with us Wind it up, wind it up Every girl up in a place wanna wine with us See, I'm still up in ends doing a pooty I'm get EB slanging Susie Go Uzi, go Uzi, that go watching face like I know him that go bookies. So I to hop on my phone. Then I took all my guy. They don't even come my way. They don't even come my side. See if I hop out the hoop and put my mask on. By your own to me. Then I roll up the zoot, then call my young daughter. It's a robbery. See, I don't wanna talk about beef right now, but they're stepping on my toes. And I don't wanna jump in a hoop with I'm gonna do what I usually do and pick out some associations that I had while listening. And the first one was after I got to the end of the song the first time, there's an outro that kind of goes, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, right? And Dave does that, our favorite UK artist right now from this podcast. And he does that in no words. And I put that in the playlist. Dave starts his track with it and Swarm's ends his track with it so i think it's just a cool juxtaposition they have worked together before so there may have been some kind of swapping lyric sheets books whatever they write in or computers or would you say swapping notes oh yes (laughs) (laughs) wow you did it it took like 12 episodes it was pretty good (laughs) oh man i had another association when he sings wine it up wind it up that reminds me a lot of like reggaeton artists somebody like daddy yankee or something um shakira i think she has a song called wine up and it just totally screamed that it's a really cool blend i think of genres right because we're getting what i call the neutral zone of uk hip-hop and rap but superimposed over that is something that's huge right now in the rest of the world and I think that's a really, really good move. And I think that's why we find this 
in kind of the middle of the pack on the charts this week. I want to talk about how he raps a little bit. I don't know if Tanner will have anything to add, but I wanted to open up by talking about his vocals. He delivers his rapping, I think, with this tone that's from a really low part of your throat. And when you talk normally, you can kind of feel your tongue in the middle, and you can even just do this out loud while you're listening to our podcast. And once you start lowering your voice actively, you can feel it lower down in your thing. And I know nothing about like the anatomy of that. I'm sure my singer friends will chastise me later. But it reminded me of saying the word ooh and how you transfer from that vowel to that consonant. And there's this sweet spot of like ooh where you're kind of doing both. And I feel like he does this really rapidly and also on the very low end of his like speaking voice, rapping voice. And it's kind of cool. I hadn't really heard much of that kind of rapping before where it's it's like jumbly kind of like that. Um, And I thought it was kind of cool. It gave me like not chills at first, but it was such a weird like sound that I was like, oh my gosh, I need to listen to it again. Anything to add, Tanner? Not really. I mean, slightly analogous to the whole yodeling thing. Things that might not necessarily seem to be particularly difficult or virtuosic. Uh, in fact, taking a lot more technical skill than you would think, but not a ton to add beyond that, really. Yeah, it's ew, it was weird. I still have to keep listening because I will probably come up with a, some better explanation as I as I follow that thread. The lyrics, um, if people don't know what Leica is, it's a very big uh, mobile phone carrier over in the UK and Europe. They're like a billion dollar company or something. And in this song, Swarms also uses it kind of as an abbreviated way of saying like her. You can read it as that as well. And it's about cell phones, about calling girls and stuff. It's That's the basic topic of the song. Musically, jangly kind of synth sounds. I thought that was cool. At the beginning, you can hear a kind of delay in the chord that's played. And I think that's different than a couple of the very uniform kind of synthesizer sounds we've been hearing from guys like Notes and Jay Huss. There are a few notes played on the acoustic piano in a couple different octaves. Same riff, different octaves. That's kind of a Dave thing, which I thought was a cool addition in this song. The percussion's kind of all over the place, but I like the way it works. There's the clapping or snapping sounds. There's a very subtle and muffled kick drum sound. And then the sub bass is controlled as though it's a drum in that kind of lineup of percussive instruments. There are very few. And most of the time you get it on the one or the kind of first beat of the new bar if you're counting in four. It's catchy. It, It doesn't do a whole lot for me, but I think it's a good direction that this neutral rap zone is going into. So that's why I picked it for this week. Sounds pretty straightforward. Sweet Tanner, Post Malone uh, time. Yeah, I have that look on my face. So, Caitlin already covered the Ramsey track, and there are only two other non-Post Malone songs in this week's uh, U.S. chart debuts. There's the Kanye track, You Versus the People. It's kind of nondescript musically, and mm-hmm. I don't feel super well-equipped to talk about it since it's mainly Kanye and T.I. basically having a conversation about race relations in the United States. Mm. And then on the other hand, you have Young Boy, Never Broke Again song, 
Um, and in light of his ongoing assault case, I don't feel particularly great about giving him a ton of time, sort mm-hmm. of in the same vein of uh, like 6ix9ine and, and XXXTentacion. Yeah. So that really just leaves me with Post Malone. Post. Which I'm not thrilled about, but it's a big deal. He has a new album out. It's called Beer Bongs and Bentleys, all lowercase for some reason. How chill. Something like that. <laughs> Debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, uh, set a record of nearly 48 million Spotify streams in its first day of release. And it also set the record for the most streams in the first week of its release uh, with 236.5 million in the US alone, which is huge. But I just can't wait for Drake to break that later (laughs) in the year because when it does, it will be so sweet. But in the meantime, so yeah, on, on one hand, these numbers speak to obviously both the uh, the massive popularity and continued growth of streaming, which continues to, as we see in the chart debuts, sort of take over how Billboard calculates things. Um, I think I've mentioned before, they I forget if they've implemented it now or they're set to implement it, a change that um, assigns more weight to paid streaming than free oh, streaming. I don't remember if that has taken place yet, but hmm. Billboard is aware of the sort of changes in there exactly yeah. and and but yeah so what we're going to do here is i'm going to play shorter clips of three songs mm. from his album that i am a little less indifferent to i don't quite like them but i think there are parts of them that are interesting and also sort of offer varying looks at this massively popular musician and if i'm lucky by the end of it caitlin might be able to convince me to like some of his stuff or at the very least convince me why he is so popular yay yay so with that we're first going to listen to a song that more or less represents his kind of bread and butter stylistically. Uh, that is better now. But I can't get it out of my head. You probably think that you are better now. Better now. You only say that because I'm not around. Not around. You know I never meant to let you down. Let you down. Would have gave you anything. Would have gave you everything. You know I said that I am better now. Better now. I only say that because you're not around. Not around. You know I never meant to let you down. Caitlin just made the comparison that he sounds like a lamb. He does. His voice is like a little lamb. When he does His that little bad thing. Someone <laughs> said it sounded like he was trying to do a vibrato. Yeah. There are some people who are very bad at it. Yeah. I know of one middle-aged man who enjoys singing so much. Except it's you every like he's actively like, like dipping scooping, like yeah. that and yeah it's not it's not how how it'd be done man but post malone like fast tracks that and he's like yep. and it like yeah yep it's interesting <laughs> so as you could probably guess from that clip beer bongs and bentley's is an album that is basically the sound of post malone being sad that he is famous and attempting to find solace in drugs alcohol and or ostentatious displays of wealth it's kind of similar territory to G-Eazy's album from last year. You mentioned G-Eazy earlier. He is actually on one of these tracks. Mm. Like you mentioned, um, this album also feels kind of like the other side of the coin to J. Cole's K.O.D., which oh, we unfortunately yeah. did not get to uh, release our conversation about last week. Mm. Um, but K.O.D. is an album that is about that similar sort of impulse to escape from problems in various substances. But K.O.D. is something that 
tries to push past that or critique it and post malone's music doesn't get that far Hmm. which isn't which is more of an observation than a critique my problem with post malone's music is less that it fails to critique drug culture in the u.s or fails to critique excessive consumption or something like that like my issue is not that so much it's just like i find his music i I feel like he does not make that sort of indulgence sound appealing at all Mm. like if you compare post malone with someone like the weekend we talked about the tracks from his ep uh my dear melancholy a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. or if you listen to the hills there are similarities there in terms of subject matter in terms of i am so far gone in x y or z substance that I can't be saved and I am a tragic romantic figure or something like that. Yeah. And The weekend makes it sound at least compelling. There's a sense of atmosphere. There's a sense of foreboding. And I don't get any of that yeah. in this song. Like it sounds like Post Malone just kind of like meanders through this really like crisp, like well-made mm-hmm. beat. And he just kind of, like you mentioned, does his little sheep thing. It reminds me a lot of, I don't know. I feel like it reminds me a lot of just peripheral kind of sounds so it's very easy to listen to and the first time I listened to this album straight it was cold so I didn't know what tracks were which and I didn't know how popular they were or whatever and I was just like man it's not a concept album other than for the subject matter like Tanner explained but it's all just this it's like a couch to me you can sit on it you chill you get up you leave the couch you leave your apartment you forget about it and you can come back to it and guess what still there still there reminds me of culture Two, mm-hmm. uh the mingos oh, album in that sense of yeah. hip-hop that makes very good background music Interesting. Um, whereas migos are also actually like good rappers when they want to be yeah <laughs> um, no this is like, a like cool po- thing yeah right because l- like we don't have to go with the furniture analogy if we don't want I to i think it's a good one though but like classical and impressionist music went through this like eric satie that's like exactly furniture what I was, yeah, music. yep that's exactly what i was thinking of so this idea of of music that is intended to be more functional yeah and it not being necessarily a bad thing that a particular song or album is at its best in the background mm-hmm. that's a really cool that's a good way to put it yeah you might be helping me here tanner's smiling guys a little bit <laughs> So let's hope we can keep this up as we go to our next two. Uh, some of the conversation around Post Malone often talks about him as some sort of a genre-busting figure. Where, man, he does hip-hop, but he also does grunge or even folk music sometimes, and classic rock, and he's just, he transcends genre. <laughs> and I find a lot of that conversation, at least from what I've heard, kind of overblown, kind of reaching at straws. Um sure. He himself has made claims that he's not even a rapper, which strike me as incredibly disingenuous. I just kind of like roll my eyes when I read that. A lot of people that I know and I talk to them about Post Malone all the time and they call me, they call me a postie. I guess that's what his following is called, posties. I think that's really cute. But oh no, the smile went away. Tanner's not happy now. Uh, But yeah, they don't say he's a rapper. Right. They very clearly state like, no, he's a singer. Mm, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit confused by that. I feel like that would be a good change my mind table. Post Malone is a rapper. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm nailing that table into the ground. <laughs> um, but there are two songs on this album that do at least offer some evidence. L- l- like uh, less so in the uh, is he or isn't he a rapper, but is he or is he not doing things outside of the traditional hip hop wheelhouse, mm. whatever that may be. So the first song for your consideration 
on that front. It's called Over Now. So here we have Post doing things that kind of feel like they're descended from that like late 90s, early 2000s rap metal, or some people call it new metal, uh, phase of pop music, your Limp Biscuits, your Linkin Parks, that sort of thing. Especially in those backing vocals that you have in the chorus that have the angst that I kind of associate with a lot of those bands. It gets a little more guttural, um, a little deeper... And while I still don't like the song, at the very least, Post sounds more comfortable here or engaged here. It, it seems like a slightly better stylistic fit when he is in grr, I'm angry mode as opposed to, oh, I'm sad mode. Also, yeah. you have the really weird addition. So there's live drums on the track, acoustic drums mm-hmm. on the choruses. And they're played by Tommy Lee, who's the drummer for the hair metal band Motley Crue. Yo! Are you kidding me? No, I didn't know that. It's really weird. That's but it also okay. kind of makes sense. Like like he had his own, like Tommy Lee had his own rap metal group at some point. Yeah. Um, but that's a weird sort of uh, personnel overlap. You know what else it sounded like to me? Two things. First thing that I think is more apparent. We will rock you. Queen kind of like delivering these lyrics and then going into the singing and it's a little bit like not anger tinged but it's very like forceful and straightforward but you know it's like very limited range and just not drawn out notes and and then the drums and the you know I almost you could I kind of wish that Post Malone would rap over it just so I could see what it sounded like but the beginning reminded me also of a track from, I think, years ago, Paper Planes, hmm. MIA. Yeah, um, also. The synth kind of keeping time, the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And yeah. I was like, man, I haven't heard an intro like that since Paper, Paper Planes. Planes. Sure. <laughs> so those were the two kind of end... I guess MIA is a little bit more on the rapping side, whereas Queen is definitely not. Yeah. So I think there it goes back to that kind of conversation we were having about is he a rapper, is he a singer? Sure. And yeah, you could come down on either side based on these, I think, genre references. You're being very generous. Anything for Posty. He's still a rapper. <laughs> Quote me on it. And now with that, we'll do a song that is not a rap song. Last Post Malone song I want to talk about. It's called Stay. <gasps> it's true. They're all that you know It's all that you want You said that it's all that you want and more oh. And pour another drink Tell me what you think You know that I'm too drunk to talk right now You put your cigarette I hold my face so beautiful. 
please, woman, don't break your back for me. I'll put you out of your misery. Tell me that it's all okay. I've been waiting on this all damn day. Call me in the moment. Tell me how last night went. I'm here. But don't count on me to stay a little longer. So, for those of you that want to hear Post Malone outside your bedroom window serenading you on a moonlit night, there's your song. so scary. I feel like he'd be really scary. Well. You tell me, is this song scary? No. no. <laughs> so like, it, it, you know, it's post the romantic in his own post Malone way. Mm. It's fine. Like his little guitar hook that he has in the chorus. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Like it's nice. Um, there's some harmonies thrown in there that are nice. Mm-hmm. It's the child of I Fall Apart, mm. the ballad he sings that right. people go crazy for in live shows and go flex. Yeah. with that guitar hook and it's just a little bit more complicated guitar playing i personally this was my favorite track on the album yeah and i liked it because it reminded me of like six pence none the richer have you heard of this band so kiss me yeah good song they were oh man i listened i had a cd and a cd player of Sixpence None the Richer with that track on it and a bunch of other ones. And they're just like, they don't, they're not conventional like pop songs necessarily. I think Kiss Me is a little bit more on that side, but a lot of them are just like narrative. Like, I'm just telling you, and that's what Post Malone does here of like, he gives us a couple different vignettes that are a little bit strange. And then we go into the chorus. That is really catchy. And there's something about the intervals that remind me of like theme songs like Drake and Josh or iCarly or something. And it was a very different feel in the chorus for me than the verses. I could see that. Yeah. Mm. I unfortunately don't have a lot more to say about it. In in a, not, not in the sense of trying to hold back uh, complaining, but in the sense of like, it's pleasant. It's passable. Yeah. And, and the pseudo pedal steel guitar solo towards the end of oh, the yeah. song so i have confirmed with guitar player friends that it probably isn't a pedal steel uh it is probably just played with a slide, slide. and i'm pretty sure post malone doesn't play guitar on this track he does he does mm-hmm. really he played the guitar mm-hmm. like for the recording yeah. no. he's not the only guitar player but he played guitar on the track oh okay interesting i totally wouldn't have thought that mm. it's way better than um than the playing on go flex <laughs> like strum one way man i just want to go like um so i don't know it reminded me of spongebob but it also reminded me like this song or this could be a foreshadowing of post malone trying to do some country crossover and i could totally see that as being something that is like gonna be huge in the summer like, could you imagine Florida Georgia Line and Post Malone? Like, they already did it with Nelly. I'm going to try not to imagine that. I would love to go to a concert. <laughs> Caitlin, can you save us from this uh, Post Malone block? Save us? I think we had a really good discussion about Post Malone. I think we did, too. But I also think it's time that we uh, give the people the... Uh, <laughs> Closest thing to a pick of the week. (laughs) This is sort of the flip of the situation last year where 
you did not like any of them and i went with the asap ferg track Mm -hmm. this week i did not like any of them and you are gonna go with i am gonna go with stay the song that we just talked about i think it was well obviously i already said my favorite on the album and i think it sets the album apart from just being completely like one-dimensional we see a lot of different sides that tanner walked us through of post malone and this is an extreme i think that i fell in love with of just guitar kind of stripped down singing and it's kind of right in the middle of that album and i thought it was I don't know, maybe I'm just being too gushy about it, but it's vulnerable, and it's something I think that a lot of the songs on this track tried to get at, but ultimately came across as very abrasive. So it's our quasi-pick of the week. Yay! And with that, thank you so much for listening to Chart Chat, where we'll never put our cigarette out on your face. If you'd like to listen to all this week's past chart debuts, You can find YouTube and Spotify playlists in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feedback, or corrections, you can get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at chartchat and on Instagram at chartchat. Also, if you feel so inclined to please consider rating or reviewing us on your platform of choice, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, what have you. We love the feedback and it helps us get new listeners, which we're very excited about. Chart Chat's intro theme was written by Peter Kelly and our cover art was made by Billy Phillips, both from Coronation Media. Caitlin's pumping her fists because she's so excited. Coronation Media is a creative studio specializing in video production, animation, and graphic design. To learn what they can do for your company or organization, visit www.coronationmedia.com. Chart Chat is also a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Thanks again for listening to Chart Chat. I'm Tanner Green. And I'm Caitlin Flay. And we will catch you next week. Everybody's blind when the view's amazing. Damn, who are we right now? Can we have a little conversation? Figure it out with no intoxication. We carry on, what is our motivation? We're never wrong, how the hell we gonna make it? Maybe we're used to this. Tell me what are we to do? It's like we only play the lose. Chase the pain with an excuse. I love that and so do you. But don't break your back for me. I'll put you out of your misery. Dream sequence.